clack was handing y'all. This your boy Mitch. All the way Salute, salute, salute. What's the He's deal? <laughs> yeah, man, it's good to see you. How you doing? I'm good. I'm good, my brother. You know, I was watching your interview. I just want to get a couple things uh, clear. Um, I was watching your interview and you were speaking upon, you know, the uh, Shook Knight death row um, incident. And I heard other stories from such as Mob James. And you ever heard of uh, Nino Cappuccino? Yeah, I know. I know both of them. I know both of them niggas. I know. Yeah, that's BJ. Right, right, right. So I heard your story, and they were speaking about a story where um they had Shook Knight in the bathroom, but I I didn't hear you say nothing about a bathroom. So I was thinking maybe it's two different stories, or okay. So you know what I'm saying. Let's get this shit straight right now. A lot of motherfuckers been telling stories that they wasn't there and using different, you know, my name on shit. You know what I'm saying? Niggas and benefited off my name. You know what I'm saying? Niggas and got passes off my name. You feel well, me? Before that, introduce yourself. Let the people know. You know what I'm saying? Who you are and all that. Yeah, you got your probably saw part one, man. I'm big stress, man. You feel me? But I don't move on that like that no more. I'm, you know what I'm saying? KD for real. But don't get it twisted. You feel me? Because big stress ain't left. He just trying to stay put up. Yeah, you know I'm saying? Bonnie Hunter Watts. Niggas know what it is. General. Yeah, you know I'm saying? Now, you know, like I said, I'm moving in a different light, but we finna get this story straight. Yeah, let's motherfuckers been lying, right? Twisting shit. You feel me? So, you know, um, first of all, I don't know nothing about Nino's story. If he told a story that he was with eyes and made Shilk sign a half a million dollars for Harry O, he's a fucking lie. You know what I'm saying? Wow. You know what I'm saying? So he lied. Now maybe they had another incident in the back. I don't know. See, but I know in 1993, the story I told on the original part one. That's what happened. Right. Only niggas was involved was me, Green Eyes, Carlos, and my homeboy, D-Boy. That's it. That's all. That was who was there. Wasn't no bathroom. We chased this nigga up the stairs, like I said. Now, the reason we tell this story, this shit is old. Right. And I don't really give a shit about it. You feel right. me? But since you had asked me about how Suge was back then, we had to go ahead and get some shit straight. You feel me? So everything that I said is facts. Right. Ain't motherfucking line. I ain't hiding. know where the fuck I'm at. I ain't hard to find. Oh, fuck. Right. Yeah, you know I'm saying yeah. niggas is lying. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I know so no me no Mob no James, no me no cappuccino. Not 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 on the story I told. So half a million. I, I never heard two stories about a half a million dollars. You feel oh, yeah, well, so. then, 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 it's only one story, and that's right. the one I just told you. Right. Them niggas right. lie. Right. Half a million dollars was signed over to Harry O because of me, GIs, Carlos, and D-Boy. You know right. what I'm saying? And me and Green Eyes was the main enforcers, as usual. Right. So anybody watching, any niggas that know me, they'll tell you the facts. The fuck these niggas and said they lie. Straight up. Yeah. Nigga, and I ain't hard to find. I come to the projects all the fucking time. <laughs> nigga. So let's keep it 1,000. Everything I said, homie, is facts. Exactly how it went. I was the nigga in front, chasing Shook. I'm the nigga that got in the door first. Yeah. Had Ron, Rock, Tism, all of them that was in there. It wasn't in no fucking bathroom. It was in the office on one of them damn floors up the elevator. You know what I'm saying? So that's that's the facts on that. 
So anybody else told that story, nigga, they a lie, nigga. You niggas need to stop fucking lying. Straight up. <laughs> no doubt, no doubt. So now we got that out the way. Like I said, man, I seen your interview. I seen you, um, you for the for the youth, you know, um, you for um, you know, um educating the youth, uh, you know, you're not Books going to the gangs. You know, I, I'm with I'm with all of that. That's what I'm all about. So I think that's the most important thing. So I, you know, if you got anything to say, uh, your message, you know, anything you want to say to the people, to the youth, and the things, things of that nature. You know, like like I said, man. You know, um, I didn't I didn't been through it all, bro. See, a lot of these motherfuckers out here. Before I get all the way into it, I gotta give a little summary of me and who I am and what I've been through. Right. You know, in the transition that I'm making now. You know, so. You know, let's 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 get the facts out there. You know what I'm saying? I'm a day one nigga straight up out of watch, homie. I ain't putting no ashes on shit. You know, a lot of these niggas talk, they ain't really been through the war zones and been through the through, through the trenches. Right, right. See, a lot of niggas know me because I've been in them trenches. You know what I'm saying? I've been jelling all my life, homie. From juvenile hall, you know what I'm saying? Like I said, another one, you know what I'm saying? I've been to all the halls, bro. <laughs> uh Central, Sealmore, LP, all of them. You know what I'm saying? And we talking. 81, 82, 83, these errors. You know what I'm saying? I went to Nellis when it was cracking. Well, a lot of these niggas is gangbanging today wouldn't have made it up in there. Right. See what I'm saying? Well, we was getting rat packed and jumped every day by Crips, hitting the head with battery packs while we sleep. Yeah, Nellis. Yeah, I was there from 85 to 87. Let's get it right. At 87, I was 17. They took me to the hole and shipped me out. I wasn't even old enough to go to YTS. But I was up there riding and getting in so much shit, they sent me at 17, called Override, sent me to YTS. So after I went to YTS, I, I stayed there a couple of years, and I, I did like four years in the youth authority. Finally got out. Stayed out like 30-something days. You know what I'm saying? I was like 19. Caught a bullshit-ass case, and I went to the pen. Took a two-year deal. Got out a few months later. You know, got out, stayed out a few months after the two-year. Went back to prison and did another two-year bid. Then I stayed out of probably about 15 months. And then I caught that case that I didn't commit and did that 25 years straight. So yeah. I've been jelling all my life, big dog. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So a lot of these niggas talk. I ain't had a chance to really put my story out there. And like I said, I'm not glorifying none of that shit because, you know, I'm on a different playing field now. But don't get it fucked up. But I'm going to speak the real. You know what I'm saying? I walked all them prisons like I told you before. High Desert 180, level four. You know what I'm saying? Got keys on the yard. So a lot of these niggas, they come to prison, they wouldn't even be a name. Niggas wouldn't, they just gonna fall up under the car. Mm -hmm. See what I'm saying? Calipatra level four. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? And I'm on the yard, gotta say so. Not just for the home, you know what I'm saying? The whole Damu I'm speaking. I'm not the only one, but I was one of those guys. Do you hear what I'm saying? Right. So a lot of these niggas be talking and all the shit. You know what I'm saying? I've been with all the bullshit. <laughs> I done did it all, bro. I didn't like I said before. I mean, stop, shaft, stab, shot. I didn't shot niggas, shot niggas to stab, shot me, all that. But I'm not glorifying none of that. You know what I'm saying? Like I said, but I'm gonna speak facts. A lot of these niggas been getting credit off shit that I done did, credit off my name. You know what I'm saying? And they think that I'm just on this type of shit, and that ain't what I'm on no more. So let's talk about the youth. You know what I'm saying? When I walk these prison systems, you know what I'm saying? You know, it it, it it's it's actually. See, a lot of them don't understand that our cognitive thinking, when we raised in the black communities, our parents don't know what to teach us, like I was saying before. Right. So the streets teach us. You know, my daddy was hard on me. Used to fuck me up with my ass. Actually, my daddy and mother was there, they put, but they pushed me to the streets as a young nigga. And then once you become so involved, it becomes almost systematic, like routine. And then when you don't have nobody guiding you and have a sense of direction, then you don't know where you headed. 
You don't know the decisions that you're making. Now they say, oh, you know, right from wrong. But who's right from wrong? You see what I'm saying? Because when we grew up in these, in these, in these, in these ghettos and whatever you want to call it, sometimes when we grew up in these areas like this, you know, there's nobody teaching us cognitive thinking. And then what we see is what we fall into because it's all, you know, right from wrong and shit, everybody around us doing wrong then if that's the case. You only see one or two motherfuckers doing right. Yeah. So we don't look at a right from wrong the way that some people may. Now I understand right from wrong is hurting somebody. We're not talking, but we're talking about this lifestyle. Right. You know what I'm saying? Because it's a culture. You know what I'm saying? And this is what goes on in our neighborhoods. You feel me? So they said, well, you had a choice and all that. What choices can you speak for somebody else when you not lived and worked and walked in their shoes? When you living in a house where the mother's on crack, you know what I'm saying? There's no father around in the home. She got three, four boys, 10, 11 years old. How do you expect how they're thinking to be thinking? They're thinking about eating and surviving. Right. Right. So this is the life. So a lot of people on the outside look in and they, they run their mouth, but they really don't understand what it's like to walk in these shoes or living in South Central LA, Compton, Watts, Inglewood, San Diego areas. You know what I'm saying? The areas in the Bay Area that's just a similar. Right. You know, and all over the world in the ghettos. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? So until you walked in them shoes, you know, you really can't pass judgment, homie. So while I was in prison on this journey, I started to sit back and read, you know, because I, 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 I was like, you know, I started opening my mind to things. I started seeing, you know, like, damn, why I'm in this position? Why black people on the bottom? You know what I'm saying? So these are things that I started, you know, having questions about. So I started reading quite a few books. My brother, I read, you know, like I said, I read Chariots of the Gods by Eric Vandanikin. You know, I read The People's History of the United States by Howard Zinn. I've read multiple books of The Twelve Chronicles by Zachariah Sitchin. You know, I've read uh, uh, Behold a Pale Horse. I've read The Biggest Secret by David Icke. You know, mm-hmm. 48 Laws, all the different little books. I've read quite a few books that opened my third eye. You illuminated me into some knowledge. And what, I, what I'm here to share with the youth today, because like I said, I'm not glorifying none of that. You feel me? Nigga, been there, done that. Ben got right, all that. That's that's not what I'm living for anymore. It's about to bring up on the chain to help our kids. We in a fight. So when I was in prison on this 25 and before I left, I got crib niggas I love that love me like I'm from neighborhood. So when I left the yard, you know, because I was one of the only few bloods that can walk all in other crib hoods and kick it. You know, I should go kick it in all of them. You know, my nigga Lumberjack and they're from the cold, duck down. I go chill with all of them. And they go over here to gangsters with Big Duke and Psych. And I can go over here with, you know, Vice. I got partners, man. And they love me because of my demeanor and what I was representing. And the black on black crime had changed. That 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 mentality, you know what I'm saying? Only only defend itself. So what I say about reading these books, I started understanding some things and how we need to start raising our children so we can bring up on a change. You feel what I'm saying? And see, a lot of us don't understand this because we've been indoctrinated with these imperialistic ways for so long that it's hard to break the chain because everybody has their own, own, own belief system now. Right. When nobody's really focusing on that, we need to unify and we need to start teaching our children the true facts of life. Amen. The black children, Amen. you know, the things that our ancestors went through, the transition to why we're going through what we're going through today. Right. Right. See, we allow our kids to go to these public schools and which 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 brings up all these indoctrinations. So, I mean, come on, let's be 100. So now we we are taken away from our true heritage, our true history, who we right. really are. 
which brings right. upon this when we see each other, black people, we looking at each other crazy. We don't speak. <laughs> All other races do this, but us. Right. You know, we right. treat each other like you know, like shit. We step on each other. We hate on each other. We not trying to uplift each other. Right. So my message is, how we need to start raising our kids so we can break a change for them. You feel what I'm saying? And they have to be. We have to have a, 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 a understanding for our kids that they have to get in a position of power. So we have to teach them these things. You can't just tell them, do right, don't do wrong. That doesn't work. Right. You have to sit down and break it down. Break it down. You understand what I'm saying, big dog? It's it's, it's like raising a, a, a flower. You know, if you don't if you don't if you don't groom it and take care of it, the weeds gonna set in. But if you nurture it and groom it, it's gonna grow up and bear righteous fruit. So it's just when I'm teaching our children. So now I gotta say something to the young brothers because you know we having these kids. It's a disassociation between the black women and and and, and, and the niggas in the ghettos. You see, because none of this is being taught within our homes. Right. We're not taught love and love our sisters and love our brothers. We're not taught unity. I'm with you. You know, you you saying you saying what I be saying all the time, my brother, <laughs> all so, the time. And and then and then and then the thing is, is that you have everybody. So I mean, these white folks and the government can tell you anything, man. And and we line up, we raise our hand, we obey it off the top. This how so far we go. We don't right. even have our own right mind and our own right thinking. We've been conditioned this way, bro. It's almost like it's been passed on genetically. You see what I'm saying? Because it's the, the parenting and the parenting. You know, our parents is, 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 is it's not their fault because they didn't understand. Right. How right. this was done, it was diabolically. It was done this way, bro. But we this know now. We, we know now. And now it's up to us to be able to try to spread the word and make that change, bro. So I feel like we need to teach our kids to love each other. Right. Love your neighbor that's your brother and your sister, your real brother and your sister. You feel me? This is the only way we can make a stand as black people and uplift each other and be able to make a difference in this world. Is the time that we unify. Right. You understand what I'm saying? So this is what we need to do. So the sound went out. Because I as a lawyer called me, it's real important. So what do we how do I work this? Can you hear me? Yeah, I hear you now. Yeah. Okay. Wait, hold on, you went out. We still on, big dog. Yeah, you on now. Yeah. Yeah. I apologize. You know that was so lawyer. I'm. You know, what I'm saying. You know, some things going on. So, you know, um. When it comes to parenting and teaching our children, we're, we have to know that we're teaching them the right things. We can't just tell them, do right, do as I tell you. I mean, you know, as I say, not as I do. You feel me? Go to school, get an education. That's basic. And that is what's leading us astray. Right. We have to sit down and tell our children, you're going to face these obstacles in this world. You're black. You're up against it. We in a war. Right. You have I've to get education. You have to get education because this is what you can bring upon a change if you get the education, the right education. See what I'm saying? And we have to get these children to understand that we need to get them in a position of power. See? Well, how would you go about, like, homeschooling, you think? Most definitely, but the problem is most of our, our, our blacks in the community don't know. You got to look, bro. You got children raising children. Right. 
So they don't know what to teach them. We need a voice that's out there constantly. They say it takes a, 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 a village to raise one. It's more than that, bro, now. We're being slotted. We're killing ourselves. They dropping stuff on us. They using these guinea pigs. They mass incarcerating us. And then on top of that, we're killing ourselves. So it comes a point to where it's like, I'm not saying keep pointing the finger. We know where the blame starts, but it's up to us to make upon bring upon a change. And to bring yeah. upon a change, bro, we have to start bringing in these schools and start teaching our children our true history, teaching them love, teaching them black love. Right. Because we are the true descendants of earth. We are the true descendants of God. We are the ones that rightfully here are the kings and queens on earth. But we have not taken our true place because we've been yeah. misled, misguided. We've been hoodwinked, we've been bamboozled, and we won't wake the fuck up. That's true. <laughs> That's true. That's so, true. you know, uh, I got stories to go back into all the old stuff, man, and that, you know, one day we can talk about that, but this is what's important today, right. about us teaching our children how right. they have to survive and how to bring up on a chain. So once we start teaching them to get in education and get them in school, and then we telling them things, we giving them alternatives and we explaining why. And, and see, we have to break it down for them. And then once we do this, we can bring up on a change for them to understand that you get in a position of power in this politics. And once we have like-minded people in a position of power and it's enough, we open the door for more. Then we can start to make a change on laws. We can start to redirect funds back into our own neighborhoods. You understand what I'm saying? Yeah. Instead of giving all our stuff out to the Mexicans and to the to, to, to the Asians and, and nothing's coming back in our communities. Yeah. I was so, thinking I, I was thinking too, you see how people, you know, when the um, you know, this whole quarantine happened, people mm -hmm. were going to school on online. You right. See the kids was going to school online, and it's like uh, as black people, we have educators with why we can't build a virtual school. Where we could teach our kids and we could have our scholars and things of that nature teach and the kids can just watch for free. You know? I agree. You know it's a big problem with 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 the media because you never see them portray black people as as uh examples. Right. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. So all you see from day one back in the days is that they glorify all you see is the white women and the white people and their control of everything. So so it puts our children in fear of these people as it is. Right. It, it breaks down a sign of hope as it is because it feels like we now you're individual, you might can make it out, but as a people, bro, we are in the goddamn bottom of the food chain. <laughs> and so and so and, and I gotta say to to like I said, you know, one day in the county jail, I brought a gang of bloods and crips together, man, and I brought some unity. I did it a few places, I did a lot of places. Now, now what I'm gonna say is this here, man, you know, we got to. The brothers that are like us, you know, we need more leaders to step up. We need more voices to step up. Fuck being worried about what the young homie going to think because it's about what's right. Right. And if you give a shit about our children and your grandchildren, and which I do now. See, at the point, I didn't understand nothing. I didn't care about life. I just, I was moving, bro. You know, rob, kill, steal, whatever it took. Right. You know, this is what we was doing because this is the way we was being misled. But... We need to teach our children different. So once we give them that, that opportunity, then it can bring up on some type of camaraderie. You understand what I'm saying? And, and, and so this is what's needed, man. We're trying to mix and mingle with everybody else and we don't even have our own shit together. 
we're trying to worry about being peace and cool with everybody else when we don't have our own shit together. Yeah, I say the you same know? thing. You know, so we need more black leaders, Crips, Bloods, whoever. Not feel we need more brothers with voices to step up. You right. know what I'm saying? And, and, and we need to. We need it now. We need it like yesterday, homie. You know what I'm saying? You know because it's 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 it's, it's a political war and it's it's, it's a violent war. And it's a silent war. It's, all this is going on and people don't even see it. Yeah. You feel me? We've been so conditioned to think a certain way that when you not to even think outside the norms, the social norms. You feel me? You got you got our own people's police and our own people's. You feel me? And, and and so when it comes down to it, you know, if you try to tell somebody something that's that's educating them on some real shit about us and how to make you know how to how we can progress and move forward, they listen for a minute, but they'll be listening to your hon and something else on TV. They yeah. and <laughs> you see what I'm saying? And it's right. conditioned that way, bro. Right. So to break these chains and these walls. We have to start reaching the babies. That's my. That's what I said. Same thing, right? We have to reach the babies, bro. You know what I mean? Because because you know it's their future, and if we don't give them them that if a fighting chance, then that's saying we don't give a shit, right? You know what I'm saying. Amen. So you know, um, with that being said, man, you know, I, I really got to call this lawyer, but um, you nigga, stop lying, nigga. Stop <laughs> using my name, my stories, nigga. Nino wasn't there when when we got that thing from Shug. That name's who the fuck I told you. But peace to the peoples, bro. And I'm I'm really pushing for the unity for the kids. I'm not glorifying none of that shit in the past. You I appreciate you, my brother. I'm always here. If you want to speak for to the youth, anything, I'm always here. If I can help in any way, I'm here. Right. We 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 need to get on and talk about what goes on in the prison system because a lot of things that happens up in there, you know, these youngsters don't know. And then not only that, a lot of the parents and the family members don't know that they vote a lot of these different laws in, which affects the prison system. And they twist them in because they don't really know the laws. And so you vote these laws in and then they then they then you're trying to help wonder how you know we can get our peoples out, the ones that really deserve it, and then you but you voted this law and you don't know. So, you know, that's because these people lie to us all the time. You feel me? You know, right. Um, right. you know. So we have to we have to start educating the babies, man. And um, on another note, man, we gonna we gonna bring that part up. You feel me? No doubt, no doubt. Salute, salute, big homie. Easy call, man. I appreciate you. Power to the people. Power to the people. Salute, salute. That was a good interview, man. I just want to show uh, real quick. I'm gonna go find this video real quick. I just want to show where um the discrepancy was. But now, you know, I got everything cleared up because, you know, um, I had did a video and while I was doing the video, I seen it was two conflicting stories. So, you know, I was just trying to get clarity on that. And I thought I knew, I thought I knew something, but then I learned another thing. He went in the shoot. He went in that room in the bathroom. This for sure. I know that. Me and my whole three guys. And two more people who worked for us. Four. Tennis ball records. 1993. What's going on? Where's Bounty Hunter's first learning of Bounty Hunter is a death row video. For the people who aren't from California. OFTV. OFTV. Yeah. We in the park, but this is when we coming out. 
But when we I get him in the bathroom. I heard in a video that uh, you know, that they dragged Sugar into the bathroom and had some words for him. All right, there you see the infamous bathroom, right? So now, um, Mob James said it was Green Eyes and Bounty Hunter Rat in the bathroom, but Nino said he was in the bathroom. But now it comes to find out that it was no bathroom at all. Like it was no bathroom. There, you was actually there. I was there, standing next to oh, you. Me and my OG homie watching. Now I got him in the bathroom, so I tell my big homie, Big Hank. Where's Bunny and Red at now? Oh, okay. Rest in peace. Yeah. yeah. All right. See, you shouldn't even do that. <laughs> you shouldn't even do that. Man, I'm you not going to make y'all do a little boy like that. Do what boy like that? It's just me, Bunny Hunter Red Dog, rest in peace, Top Dog, Suge Merriam Knight. Now, listen, man. He said it was about him, Bounty Hunter Rat Dog. No, Bounty Hunter uh, Rat and Top Dog. Now, I know he not talking about Top Dog from TDE. I, I, I should have asked, yeah, but it was no bathroom, so, you know, this is not real. This is not true, but I don't know why Top Dog. I don't know if that's who he talking about, but that would be crazy, right? Is them two in the bathroom? Sure. Bounty Hunter Rat and Green Eyes. Okay, so them three. Them three. So me and Walt stood right there. It's just me. Bonnie Hunter Rat Dog, rest in peace. Top Dog. Suge Merriam Knight. Bob Gotti said he went there too. No, Bob Gotti didn't go in there. I was there. Huh? And when when that happened, so you saying Bob Gotti wasn't there? No, I didn't say he went at the oh, shoot. Okay. He wasn't in that room in that bathroom. This for sure. I know that. Ask Walter. Me and my homie Green Eyes and uh, two more people. We went to uh, it was four. I was with Interscope Records. It's nineteen ninety three when Silk was doing all this. But sitting having no money, you wasn't hearing nothing from nobody. You was, you know, like you said, bullying. Me and two, me and three of my homies walked up in the scope records fast. No guns. I knew who Sid was, didn't know what he looked like. And I was not told that this is who we going to highlight. But we was told that I'm going to show you this guy. And I want y'all to bring him back to me. And y'all can pay for what I said. He's caught. Walk up in the interscope. And my big homie Green Eyes said, Come here, nigga. And Sug looked. He said, Yo, I got to take care of something. So I'm behind him and I'm like, Come here, nigga. And he, I told him I got I to gotta do something. But he's trying to get to that office. So my G homie Eyes said, Stretch, don't let that nigga in one of them doors and close that door on us. I'm like, Right on his heels. And I'm like, Check it out. Nigga hurt. You know, I'm trying to stop. He's going to stop. I'm behind him. I'm like, come here, nigga. So he tried to he grab the door to go in. I kind of like hit him with the OG clip with the foot. Boom! He stumbles up in the office. It startled everybody in there. But the door didn't close. I was right behind him. Bust the door open. And all the bodyguards in there, maybe 15, 20. They're like, sure, what's up, what's up, what's up? He's like, I don't know, man. These niggas talking about I got to go talk to their homeboy. And my G homie Green Eyes stepped into the nigga's face like this and said, nigga, I'm OG Green Eyes. Nigga, you finna go down here and talk to Carlo. Yeah, man. So, 
Uh, I just wanted to get clarified that, man, because, you know, the whole history with, you know, the Nino Cappuccino thing, I don't got nothing against no Beetle Cappuccino. It ain't no beef. Um, ain't no problems and all that. But, you know, in the beginning, you know, um, Nino Cappuccino, how I first seen him, he was on here um, speaking about um, somebody, you know, the homie, you know, he was on. Um, slandering you know my brother from 183rd you know third pound so you know i heard that and i told the brother and you know we got on here we clarified that and all of that so um i don't know why he brought up the homie name and if he didn't none of this would even be happening so uh ain't nobody clout chasing ain't nobody uh starting no type of issues or none of that if um if the Nino Cappuccino would have never said you know the homie name and tried to slander it none of this would be happening so like I said man we ain't bullies and none of that uh we don't be on here starting no trouble people try to paint a certain narrative that you know somebody clout chasing and things of that nature you know we've been through this already the whole history of this uh back and forth but like i said man i you know um this is a positive platform uh, anything else i consider it trolling and you know you know it's all good with that but as far as trying to you know spin stories and things like that you're gonna get the real here 